Your top stories on Blitz this hour. The Premier League suspended for at least three weeks due to coronavirus pandemic. Bitvest Vitz ease into the semi-finals of the Netbank Cup. Lions beat Dolphins to seal second place on Momentum One Day Cup log. The Hurricanes beat the Chiefs at the death in Hamilton. And we bring you the latest from the Paris-Nice. FMG Stadium Waikato was packed to the rafters on Friday as the Chiefs and Hurricanes squared off in the opening game of Round 7 in Vodacom Super Rugby. The Hurricanes struck first in Hamilton, a fluid and flowing attack with the Chiefs defence unravelled by some speed and some skill. Ben Lamb finished the move off while Jordy Barrett stretched their early advantage with the conversion. The hosts fought back and soon found themselves in front following a Damien McKenzie penalty and Lachlan Boschier try, confirmed by the TMO. The pendulum swung again as the Hurricanes regained the lead. Fletcher Smith too explosive, too quick for the Chiefs' defence. It was a roller coaster of an affair in Hamilton as the lead changed hands for a fourth time in the second half. Cruden wanted it quickly. And a bit of a dummy. Oh, slips a lovely ball away. Tamua Manu gets past Barrett, gets past Perinara and gets the Chiefs in front. Hurricane star TJ Perinara was told to cool down shown a yellow card for a dangerous tackle. During his time in the Sinbin, the Chiefs extended their lead further with Sean Stevenson on song for Warren Gatlin's charges. The Hurricanes gave a fine response. Asafo Aumua was patient at the back of the mall, but when he spotted the gap, he attacked it to perfection. Barrett knocked the conversion to level matters. The youngest Barrett emerged as the hero on the day, slotting a penalty right to the death to win it for his side. The Hurricanes squeezing past the Chiefs, 27-24. The Salsi Sharks are currently in the driving seat in the overall standings, but only just, with the Chiefs a point behind them. The Stormers also feature in the top half, among the teams who have only lost once so far this season. South African sides, the Lions and Bulls are struggling to get up and running in the 2020 season. Both have won just once in their opening fixtures. It's the Sunwolves at the foot of the table after five games played. Originally said to be the only Guinness Six Nations match to go ahead this weekend, the fixture between Wales and Scotland at the Principality Stadium has now been postponed until further notice. After consultation with stakeholders, and in line with measures taken across the United Kingdom in trying to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, the Welsh Rugby Union has taken the decision to postpone what is their final match of the campaign. This follows fixtures between Italy and England, as well as France's hosting of Ireland being postponed. Chwana University of Technology Vikings welcomed University of Fort Hare Blues to TUT Stadium under Friday night lights for an FNB Varsity Shield encounter. The hosts were perhaps too hospitable in the opening minute as the Blues made themselves right at home. Chiwara, and now they crack on the pace, brilliant running. Can he reach out? Yes, he can. It was a tightly fought affair in the opening quarter and every point would need to be taken when the opportunity arose as Nathan Nienaber did with a penalty kick to pull three back. Forte thought they'd sneaked in another try right under the noses of TUT, but it was disallowed, called offside. However, they soon found their second try as they capitalized on their numerical advantage after Mfundo Gimedi's yellow card, 
Yamkele Mzozo Yana with the score. UFH's nine-point halftime deficit was clawed back somewhat by TUT, who after 45 minutes of battling, managed to score their first try courtesy of Wandile Shabalala. This was however soon cancelled out by Luazi Madiba, who dashed to score under the post for an easy conversion. Michael Jacobs closed the gap to six points with a little more than a minute left in the match. Too little time to overturn the deficit though as UFH were victorious 19-13. Despite their first loss of the season, WSU still occupy top spots on the FNB Varsity Shield standings, followed by Madiba's CPUT and UFH. University of Fort Hare claimed their second win of the campaign. UKZN beat Walter Sisulu University, while defending champion CPUT thumped Rhodes University 65-0. The FNB Varsity Shield continues with round six. Roads take on UKZN live on Supersport. More rugby that rocks comes your way on Supersport with round seven of the FNB Varsity Cup, headlined by a massive tussle in Porch of Strom when NWU hosts Marty's. There'll be 62 teams playing 31 matches at the Graham College Rugby Day. Teams from a total of 20 schools will take part and host school Graham College will renew a rivalry with Tough Marlow Agricultural Outfit, while Paul Boys High will face off against Monument Hoor School and you can follow the action live on the DSTV Now app. While much of the world went into lockdown, the Pyrenees continued for another day. Stage 6 was always said to be the perfect breakaway stage because it would be too hard for the sprinters but not hard enough for the general classification riders. The only thing that could stop the break would be if the GC teams tried to hold it together, but that wasn't the case. Apart from the opening 22 kilometers, there was hardly any flat sections. And even though it was not quite the high mountains, but with four Category 2 climbs, including one more than 10 kilometers in length, the stage certainly provided the first test for the climbers. With a minute in hand, Max Schachmann just needed to hold on, and he did so until the final kilometer of the stage, where he overshot the right-hander, descending into the finish, and came off his bike. The German was then delayed further when his bike slid away from him and his chain appeared to derail. He eventually gathered himself to finish the race but saw his lead in the GC radically cut. Tish Benu went on to claim an impressive solo win and put himself firmly in the GC picture ahead of the final stage and Michael Matthews made it a 1-2 for Sunweb. But it is Tish Benut who's on his way to stage honours. He won't celebrate until he gets across the line. It's maximum time gains. Into apps. It's Benut who wins. It's Sunweb who have delivered as a team. The Perinis is set to end a day earlier than scheduled and you can follow the final stage live on Supersport 6. After consultation with the relevant authorities, the Unio Cycliste Internationale or UCI and the Ville de Nice, organizers of the Paris Nice have decided the seventh stage will be the last of this year's race. 
The decision taken as part of the fight against the spread of COVID-19 means the eighth stage, which was the initial conclusion of the race on Sunday, March 15th, is now cancelled. With three top 10 finishes, including victory on the first stage, Maximilian Schachmann will take an 18-second advantage into stage 7. Over in Italy, the decision has been taken to postpone Giro d'Italia. The Giro was set to get underway in Hungary. However, due to the Hungarian government calling a state of emergency due to the coronavirus outbreak, the stages cannot be held at the original time, forcing organizers to postpone the entire race. A new date will be announced no later than April 3rd. Closer to home, the Absa Cape Epic that was set to start on Sunday 15th of March from Table Mountain in Cape Town has been cancelled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. With grueling stages through Ceres, Tilbach and Wellington before heading to Paul on March 22nd, organisers were forced to scrap this year's race out of concern for riders and all stakeholders' health and safety. The second day of the Investec South African Women's Open took place at the Westlake Golf Club in Cape Town. Italy's Lucrezia Colomboto Rosso added a 71 to her opening 69 to put herself on four under par going into the final round. Alice Hewson is also in the group at four under, following her second round 70, which puts a three back in a tie for second. In the lead after two rounds is Olivia Cowan. She started a week with a three under par 69 and went one better on day two. Well, I was hitting them quite close today as well and my putting was really good. So I had a lot of chances to make putts and I did make a lot of putts. So um, that helped a lot with my score. I think my first time being in this position where I am the head of everyone um, going into the final round. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow and just see what comes. With the leader on 7-under and with a 3-shot lead to take into the last day of the tournament, there's still plenty to play for in the chasing pack. Rory McIlroy has backed the PGA Tour's decision to suspend all activity for the next three weeks. Having initially hoped to complete the flagship players' championship as scheduled on Sunday with a spectator ban in place for the final three rounds, the tour announced that the tournament had been cancelled with the first round incomplete. I mean, it's three weeks off. I've, I've got no golf to play coming up. Um, you know, I was you know, supposed to have my coach, Michael Bannon, fly out next week and we're going to spend some time together and that's probably not going to happen, him coming from, from Ireland. So... Um, probably a time just to spend some time at home, evaluate the situation and see where we go. The Masters has also been postponed and this is the first time it's had to be called off since World War II, which stopped the 1943, 1945 and 1946 tournaments. We're obviously incredibly disappointed to suspend the PGA Tour season for our players and our fans. I've said all along, the health and safety of everyone associated with this organization is our number one priority. We tried to be as thoughtful and measured as possible during this, during this dynamic and challenging time. We took all the steps within our control and felt comfortable proceeding. I'm proud of the team. And I'm a fighter. I wanted to fight for our players and our fans and for this tour, 
to show how golf can unify and inspire. But as the situation continued to escalate and there seemed to be more unknowns, it ultimately became a matter of when, not if, we would need to call it a day. Our goal now is to focus on a plan for the near and long term and maintain the strength we've built through our organization over the past 51 years. And I'm confident we'll do exactly that. There's therefore no golf scheduled on the PGA Tour until the RBC Heritage on the 16th of April. And the European Tour's next event is set to take place on the 30th of April. Casta Semenya has announced that she will be switching events to the 200 meters and a bid to run at the Olympics. The two-time Olympic 800-meter champion is barred from competing in top-level events from 400 meters to the mile unless she undergoes treatment to reduce her natural testosterone levels. Semenya announced her decision to change events on her Instagram account and said her decision was driven by a desire to compete at the highest level of sport. The 29-year-old needs to improve her personal best over 200 meters by nearly two seconds to qualify for the Tokyo Games. Her best is 24.26 seconds set in South Africa in February 2019 and the Olympic qualifying standard is 22.80 seconds.